Have you noticed that Black Friday started two weeks ago? <laughs> and it will continue? It's, it's just amazing how anticipatory the business world is in getting us into the mood of Black Friday. Uh, we had uh, supper, Thanksgiving supper, at a friend's house in, in Kailua. And we had uh, fellowship together. We had a football game going. We had a great meal that we all processed through and, uh, and filled our, our bellies up. We, we uh, then sat lethargically afterwards with our brains saying we need to take a walk and our bodies saying no. And in between, there were six people sitting around the table looking at catalogs for Black Friday. Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for what? And, and very often we, we do remind ourselves for a few minutes here and there during the Thanksgiving day and the Thanksgiving season that there's something much more valuable to thank God for than the Black Friday sales, than the opportunities to get something that... Uh, we've been wanting a really good price for, for a long time. As I, as I think of how much time I spent this last Thursday think, thanking God for Jesus, thanking God for the salvation that he provides, Thanking God that in this Thanksgiving season we can begin to celebrate the first coming of our Savior Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us in Malachi 4 verse 2, in anticipation of Jesus' coming, it says in Malachi 4, verse 2, But for you who revere my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. Jesus came to this world. He left the majesty of heaven. In, in Philippians chapter 2, we read, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being by nature God, did not think it something to hold on to, that glory, to be equal with God, but to, took upon himself, became nothing, and took upon himself the nature of a servant, and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. I find it fascinating 
that in anticipation of Jesus' coming, we read about him coming with healing in his wings. The Christ child, born a baby, growing in stature and favor with God, recognizing the calling that he had. And while John the Baptist is out there as a voice crying in the wilderness for repentance and rebuking sin and sinners, anticipating the judgment that will come with this Messiah, Jesus is healing people. He's preaching the kingdom of heaven is here. The kingdom of heaven is here. I find it interesting that in the four Gospels, we have, in, actually in the Synoptic Gospels, we have 31 individual healings that we read about that Jesus performed. Jesus comes with healing in his wings. In Matthew 4.23, Jesus, it says that Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. And what I find fascinating is that as Jesus commissions his people who celebrate his birth, who celebrate his life, who acknowledge and are grateful for his death on Calvary that paid for our sins, and that he is alive today as the head of his church, that he calls us as his people to come out into the world as healers. Ellen White, in the book Acts of the Apostles, tells us, Wonderful is the work which the Lord designs, uh, designs to accomplish through his church, and his name may be glorified, that his name may be glorified. A picture of this work is given in Ezekiel's vision of the river of healing. These waters issue out toward the east country and go down into the desert and go into the sea, which being um, uh, brought uh, forth, to the sea, the waters shall be healed. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the rivers shall come, shall live. And by the river upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow all trees for meat, whose leaf shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his months, because their waters, 
their, their waters they issued out from the sanctuary, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine. Jesus came to this earth. He was born in a manger. Kings came to visit him. They were preceded by shepherds who heard the proclamation that he would come. And in his growing up and in his life of ministry, we see one who chose to heal. Now, if we go to Ezekiel chapter 47, and I will invite you to turn there, Ezekiel chapter 47. I'd like to have this as our challenge as we anticipate the Christmas season, as we bask in a thanksgiving for what he has provided for us and him being the source of healing in our lives, in our church, out towards the community, I want to remind you the reason that he came. And that's for this river of living water to proceed from his temple, his church. You are a part of that stream of water. It says uh, in verse 1, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. This is the temple in Jerusalem. And I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple toward the east of the temple, um, facing east. That's interesting. If our pastoral staff any of us would arrive here at the church and saw water going out the door, <laughs> we'd be calling Jason immediately. <laughs> and Pastor Jason would then get on all of his lists of people to call, and, and we would try to stop that water from leaking out. We'd think something has ruptured inside. But, but there is a healing water that needs to flow from this temple. And you are part of that. In Ezekiel, um, there in Ezekiel uh, chapter 47, verses, verses 2 and following, we see uh, the water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me, led me around to the outside to the outer gate being e facing east, and the water was flowing from the south side. So here you have water flowing from the south side of the temple, going around and moving east. Now, if you have an actual Bible with, with pages on it, <laughs> you can go to the back of your Bible and you will find a map. Look on that map and notice where Jerusalem is. 
Jerusalem, if you look at the map and you go 13 miles east of Jerusalem, you are going downhill through a desert that is called the Arabah, and then you get to a body of water. What is the name of the body of water? It's the Dead Sea. It's not called the Dead Sea for nothing. <laughs> it is called the Dead Sea because the salt content and the mineral content is such that nothing lives there. But here, in this vision that Ezekiel gets, that he is giving to captives who are in Babylon, slaving away at a canal 120 miles southeast of Babylon, this is a promise that God gives them and that he gives to us. As the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through the water that was ankle deep. By the way, rivers of healing that come out of the temple of God, that come out of the church of God, that God uses to heal the nations around, to heal the community around, always start ankle deep. And regardless, those of you who are in in our community services team, do, those of you who, who do things in your neighborhood for your neighbors, you might not think that the ministry that you have or that we have as a church is really just sort of small and, and you know, it's, it's not, it hasn't grown very far. But you know, the floods of healing water flow and they start ankle deep. He went another thousand cubits, and the water was up to the knees. And he went another thousand cubits, and it was up to the waist. And he went another thousand cubits, and it was uncrossable. You could only swim across. Deep rich water. What I find interesting here is that God's church on earth, Christ's commandment-keeping people, those who are followers of this Jesus who came and took upon himself the nature of a servant, who came with healing in his wings, will bring life and will bring healing. Then he led me back to the bank of the river. And when I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. Any of you who have been to Jerusalem and have gone down the Arabah, this is almost a, a miraculous, unbelievable scene. Trees in the desert on each side of the river. And he said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah, 
where it enters the sea. When it uh, empties into the sea, the water then becomes fresh. Streams of living creatures, swarms of living creatures uh, will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because the water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. The Dead Sea coming to life. Can you imagine that? How these captives in Babylon might have thought, what a miracle this would be when we go back and see what God has for us back home in Jerusalem. So where the river flows, everything will live. Fish, uh, fishermen will stand along the shore from En Gedi to En Glaim. En Glaim means beyond the sea. It's not a city. It's not a town. It, it, it can even mean, some Bible scholars believe that it can even mean the world healed through this living water that goes from the temple. Fruit will be of many kinds, like the fish of the, uh, fish will be of many kinds, like the fish of the great sea. But the swarms and, uh, the swamps and marshes will not become fresh, they will be left for salt. Fruit trees will be growing everywhere. Wherever the river flows, there is life. This Jesus whom we serve, this Jesus who, who loves us so much that he chooses to heal us so that we can be part of the healing of the nations around us calls us today. There's another river. Turn with me to Revelation chapter 22, verses 1 and 2. Revelation 22, verses 1 and 2. It says, the angel showed, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood a tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding the fruit, its fruit every month. And the leaves, catch this, and the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Jesus talks to his disciples. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you stay connected with me, the, the, the water of life will come and give life to the whole tree. But here also, even in heaven, we have the memory. We have the continuing miracle of leaves on the tree of life that are for the healing 
of the nations. Revelation chapter 7 verse 16 tells us, Never again will they hunger, never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them, nor any scorching heat. And in verse 17, Revelation 7 verse 17, we read, For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Let's go back to Ezekiel's story, going back to verse 12. There in verse 12, fruit trees of all kinds will, give, will uh, grow on both banks of the river. Every month they will bear because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will serve for food and their leaves for healing. And the trees that are sustained by the river, become nurturers and healers too. Every true believer is born into the kingdom of God. Why? Because Jesus came with healing in his wings. As uh, every believer is born into the kingdom of God is a missionary. He who drinks of the living water becomes a fountain of life, says Ellen White in Christian Service, page 9. The receiver becomes the giver. In Amos 5.24, we read, Let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. In other words, our church, here is a center for healing and health, wholeness for this entire community. In Malachi 4, verse 2, the prediction of Jesus coming, but for you who revere my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in its wings. It's something to be thankful for. But it is also something to anticipate in this Advent season that we celebrate the birth of Jesus and realize that it is because he came to this world with healing in his wings that his church today lives in this community with healing in its wings. Take out your little card, and I'd like to invite you to respond. There are three questions that I have asked, or you might add something. It says, I am thankful for the healing that God offers me by His grace. The second one, I choose to be a channel of healing for someone today. The third one, I want to volunteer within the ministry of the, of the Spencerville Church to be part of this healing river. May God guide you as you pray about that and as you turn your cards in at the door.
Let us pray. Father, we're grateful. We give thanks to you for Jesus. We have the story of the birth of Jesus. We have the story of his life and ministry. We have the story of him paying the price that we might have life. And we have the continuing story of him being alive and the head of his church that will go forth with healing in its wings as a river glorious moving through every depth of sorrow that there might be in the church and outside of this church May your Holy Spirit bring healing through each individual whom you have called here in service for you. May we anticipate the advent of Jesus, knowing that we are a part of the result of him coming the first time in preparation for his second coming and living in a kingdom of grace. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.